Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. the Remain Seated podcast. You didn't think this was ever going to happen again, and here it is happening right in, in your, front of your eyes. Right in your face. Yeah, we're just going to shove it in your face. <laughs> it's uh, me, Gina Barberi, my son Festus. How's the weather, Mom? It's like 12 degrees here in Salt Lake City. Well, it's that's freezing. interesting. Um, did you notice my outfit? You're wearing a tank top, for God's sake. Yeah. And you want to also know something funny is I don't turn on my heat or air conditioning because that's expensive. And <laughs> this is with this is all natural. This is without any any heating or you're perfectly comfortable exterior. I'm perfectly comfortable in Jacksonville, Florida, in your it's apartment. Little, it's a little toasty. actually. A little to- like what's the temperature outside? It is. I'll tell you right now. We're talking about the weather on our podcast. It is 73 way. degrees in Jeez. Jacksonville, Florida. I'm not kidding. I'm not lying to you. It's 73, 72. <laughs> yeah, it's cold. It's cold here in Salt Lake City, and there's a wind chill. And uh, the NBA All Star Games in town this week. Oh, and I'm, I'm guessing. Sorry. I'm guessing everybody's coming to town, going, "Why didn't we have this in Jacksonville, Florida? Why didn't we do that?" Yeah, this is a horrible decision on many people's parts. I worked for a sports radio station back in 1993, which is the last time the NBA All-Star Game was in Salt Lake City. Oh, that's kind of cool, though. And that year, uh, Michael Jordan was like, I want to go golfing somewhere warm for the week. Because really, this is like a, a weekend off. This is like a, mm-hmm. a vacation from their regular work. Yeah. And Michael Jordan was like, well, I don't want to go to Utah on my vacation time. I want to go golf somewhere warm. Hmm. I would NBA, too. NBA players aren't excited about coming here to ski. No. Like, I think if they if they wanted to, they couldn't. They probably have a contract that says, no, you are too valuable to go skiing. Well, yeah, if they have a, if they break a leg or something or they have to, then they're out of commission and then people lose money. Yeah. Weather. Sports, we cover it all here on the traffic. Is there any traffic updates that you want to give the people? I'm sure there's some traffic happening. Well, traffic's going to be crazy downtown for the. (laughs) Don't go near the Vivint Arena. No, did you did you hear that it's not going to be the Vivint anymore? Are they taking it back to the Delta Center? Yes, they're actually doing that. (laughs) Yes, it's like my childhood. (laughs) We saw my childhood. We saw no. I was we saw Green Day when it was at the Delta Center. Mm -hmm. That was in 2009. When, was that your first concert? My first concert was Fallout Boy at the Salt Air. That's right. That was my very, when I was 12. They're coming back if you want to come home. I know they're doing their their new song is awesome by the way. Are you, you guys like playing it? it? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're coming to Usana Amphitheater like in mm-hmm. July. So if mm-hmm. you want to come home, I can hook Go you to up, the Fallout baby boy. boy. <laughs> We're not going to well, get lawn seats. I hate lawn seats. I know everybody listening to this is mostly from Utah, and you've been to the USANA Amphitheater, probably. Yes. And the lawn seats are terrible. You want an actual seat. Yeah, I want to go. I got the pit when Green Day was there, again, with the Green Day. I, I mean, <laughs> this is the Green Day tattoo. All right, okay. uh, for those of you that aren't watching, um, Festus, the one tattoo of his that I can't stand. I love it. What are you talking about? Is the the bunny from from does he have a name it's the drunk bunny 
It's the drunk bunny from Green Day. Yeah. The big, giant, pink bunny. It's my only tattoo with color. But he's That's the... That's why... He's the guy in the, the the bunny costume that comes out before every show. Every show I've ever been to, a guy comes out. I don't I don't know who it is, but he's in a bunny costume and he comes out and he dances to the Ramones. <laughs> it's awesome. Do you think it's the same guy every time, or do you think people take turns going, "Let me be the drunk bunny today"? No, I don't know. I like to think it's Billy Joe. I like yeah. to think it's him. It's probably not. It might be though. Yeah, I bet he's done it a time or two though just let Probably. me be the drunk bunny tonight that's like yeah. the people that go to comic-con like the big stars mm. that go to comic-con but go in costume so they can mingle with the the crowds they go as somebody else probably than the character they play right yeah yeah because that would be weird yeah i like to I think that it's billy <laughs> i don't know ryan reynolds could walk around as deadpool no one would know there's if no he got a mask on yet but the yeah. voice would get people i think that's true so uh, you just got back in town, I understand. I did. From uh, from an underway is what we call it. You did an underway? I was underway. I was on <laughs> the ocean for a total of 14 hours. It was a long, it was a long day. It was a long day. You didn't even get to spend the night? No, no. We just went out. So I got, I was on the ship for three days. This is a Navy, a Navy ship. And what a is, Navy ship. And what was the Navy ship's name? The USS St. Louis. Okay. And I was, um, so I, I've been asking for a year and a half since I got to, to Jacksonville. I'm on, I work at the, the clinic in Jacksonville, so I'm not on a ship. You're a I've, corpsman, which is a medic. Right. And I've been asking since I got here, because they send people from the clinic all the time out to ships to, to go if they need people or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I've been asking since I got here to go out on one because I wanted to experience it. So they let sure. me go for three days. And um, the first two days, there were inspections and um, you know, just getting ready to go out to sea. Because they before a ship can deploy, they have to go out to sea to test it to see if it is fit for uh, deployment. Mm -hmm. So um, the first two days were inspections. And I was so I worked with the medical department with the independent duty corpsman, who's the, the medical uh, representative for the ship, the only medical personnel on, on board. Just the two of you. Yeah. But she she is normally normally there's only on a ship like this um, there's only a crew of about seventy so there's they have one medical person that's stationed on there. And like even the fact that the two of you were there that's more than they would have had otherwise. Yeah, there's only normally just the one. So mm -hmm. I went on there to. I mean, mostly it was it was to help a little bit, but it was mostly for me to get the experience. Mm -hmm. But they so beforehand they have to have inspections to make sure they have the right equipment and stuff like that. Um, and so we did that for a couple of days, just prepared to go out to sea. And then on the third day, we did went you have out to, count, to sea. Did you have to count like bandages? We have 52 ace bandages and we have. Yes, it was <laughs> it was super cool. So there's there's a, a bunch of first aid boxes located all around the ship on the on the walls and stuff for when there, there's emergencies. There's a mm -hmm. box right there that you can get stuff out of. And um, so I got to it was cool. I got this little sheet and it had. Um, the bullseye a bullseye is like um like a direction for an area of the ship it has like the the room that it's in basically or the hallway mm -hmm. or whatever and so i got this little sheet and i got to go all around the ship and explore it and find all these different first aid boxes and i inventoried them and made sure all the right equipment was in there it was, it was like a treasure hunt it was so fun <laughs> but you get to see all different parts of the ship it was really cool so you did that and what mm -hmm. else did you have to do to get ready to go out 
Um, so they we made sure we had all the right equipment. This is the funny part. If so, if you don't have, there's like essential items that you need to have to be able to go out to sea. Mm-hmm. We had, um, you know, uh, normal saline, the water that you put in IVs, right, to hydrate yeah. people. Um, those were expired that we had. So the other corpsman had to drive. I didn't know it could drive. go bad. Yeah, no, it doesn't. But the companies <laughs> do it to make money. It's water. It doesn't expire. <laughs> but we were almost were not able to go out to sea because the bags were expired. So she had to go drive to another ship and get bags and bring them in order for us to go out to sea. What do you mean drive to another ship? Like in a she car? Go, got off the look- ship. <laughs> she got off the ship, got in a car, drove to another <laughs> ship because they're all parked at the pier. Right? Oh, okay. And she had to be like, can I steal some bags? And just for us to go out for 12 hours or whatever. So I was thinking you were going to get to sleep on the ship and like have the whole experience. That's no. what I wanted. That's what I wanted. <laughs> but this is what I could get. I actually got to go out to sea. And it's it's funny because when you're going out to sea, like when um, they make an announcement over the like the intercom um, and they're like, all right, we're going out, go see Doc. They call us Doc and get your seasick pills. So everybody's coming in, lining up outside medical, getting uh, meclizine, which is an anti-emetic. It's just, uh, does everybody get it? No, just people. Some oh. people have been in the Navy for, you know, 15 years and they don't need it. But a lot of people that are prone to seasickness and are new will take the seasick pills so that they don't, you know. Did you take the seasick pills? I did. (laughs) Because I don't know. Maybe I am prone to being seasick. (laughs) You haven't been out to sea. You haven't been underway. I've been in the Navy two and a half years. Never been on the water. (laughs) Not one time. Is there any way you will get all the way through your service there and not, like, go out for a deployment? Or does everybody do it at some point? No, I mean, it's, it depends on how long you stay in. If you stay in for the full 20 years or whatever, it's more than likely, no matter what your job is, at some point you'll go on a ship, mm-hmm. depending on. But some people go, like all my instructors in school, in uh, corpsman school, uh, they had never been on a ship. They had only been with the Marines, and they'd been in for, you know, 12, 12 something years. But you would like to do that, too, because the Marines mean you're, like, stationed with a unit somewhere and... Yeah, that's what I would prefer to do. I would like to do that. On land. On Yeah, you don't have to take seasick pills on land. The land stays still. Because Marines don't have their own medics, correct? Right, yeah. The Marines, their main mission is to shoot and kill the thing. And so they want them to focus on that. And then they use the Navy because the, the Marine Corps is uh, under the Department of the Navy. So we're in the same department. There's the Department oh. of the Army, the Air Force, and the Navy. And so they that's where the name comes from, Corps Men, from Marine Corps. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was core, like, like, like the Latin word for body, like Mm-mm. core. I mean, we deal primarily with the body, <laughs> some with the mind, but primarily the body. Are but there yeah, naval the psychiatrists? There must be. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Actually, there's probably a lot of need for that now that I think about it. But... There's a lot of mental health stuff going on. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Did you um, swab any decks? No, but I shined brass for three hours. What kind of brass? Like the I don't railing? know. It was a metal thing on the wall <laughs> that we had to take this little oil, like cotton swab that had oil on it. And when we just for three hours, we just just swiped. Did they it along yell at the you and brass. tell you to to see your? I want to see your face shining in that sailor. Was it stuff like that? No, but I wanted oh. to see my own face shining. In it, so I did it. <laughs> but yeah, and that was awesome. I loved that. That was great. And did you have to do any medical things? Were there any stitches or bandages needed 
in yes. the 18 hours. Yes, actually, there were, so they hold, the corpsman on the ship holds a sick call, which you come in if you have acute problems. Um, so we had a few people that had, like, banged their head. They had uh, cut their hands on stuff. And so I actually, I mean, mostly the other corpsman did it because that's kind of her, you know, it's her thing. But you were there she, to assist? Yeah. So I took vital signs, blood pressure and stuff like that. And then a couple of times she wasn't in the medical department. She was off doing other things. So people came in and I bandaged up um, a couple of cuts, actually, which was the most exciting thing I've done in my naval career. When they when they left the room, did you go? Yes. Yeah. It's like maybe something will happen. I mean, you don't hope anything. But it was I mean, it was just like people cut slice their hands on like like the people that work in the kitchen cut their hands on stuff. It was just simple things. So, like, is the kitchen running through, okay, let's make a meal and make sure we have everything for a meal? Are they testing things like that? Yeah. I mean, they don't test things like that because they just make meals every day. But they also have to make sure they have the right supplies and everything. Yeah. Is it bad that when you said people came in and they banged their head, I started singing Quiet Riot in my head? (laughs) They came in, they banged their head. (laughs) Mental health will drive you mad. Mm -hmm. You're so old. (laughs) Quiet Riot. Well, that's how it's the lyrics of the song. Okay, and I trust you with it that. I know that you know says, that. It literally says, bang your head in mm-hmm. the song. Mm-hmm. Bang your head. Mental health will drive you mad. This is it true. Mad and head don't rhyme. No, but yet they don't. they're put in there like they sort of do. They work together. Mm-hmm. Quiet Riot hopes you don't notice. No. They're poets. It's fine. I went to a concert this weekend. Where'd you go? The Black Crows. Oh, that again, was your I'm, Christmas present, right? From yeah, Joe. again, I'm old. Mm-hmm. I was so mad because when the pandemic started, I had tickets to the Black Crows. They were coming to USANA to go back to USANA, what we were talking about. Right. And that show got canceled. Naturally. When they rescheduled it, they rescheduled it for Red Butte Garden, and, which I love. It's right up the street from our house. Where the old people go. Yeah. To see and the old people play music. You shut up. I understand. You can lay out your blanket and have a picnic. And you and can watch Joan Jett or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't remember why I didn't get tickets for when they were there. And it sold out. Mm. And the night that they were here, you won't care about this. Somebody listening might care about it. <laughs> but they were, it'd be like... Um, Green Day saying we're going to tour we're going to do a retro tour with American Idiot we're going to play American Idiot start to finish Mm. like that's the show we're going to do is the album like in order hear all this you know not like a regular concert where they just play whatever in whatever kind of order Mm. so the Black Crows were going to play their most famous album Shake Your Money Maker their American Idiot arguably (laughs) from start to finish Mm. And and so I was excited about it originally, and then when they were coming to town, I'm like, oh, I didn't get tickets to it. Well, that night, my sister, your Aunt Carrie, texts me, and she's like, are you here? And I said, where? And she said, at the Black Crows. I'm like, no, you're there? She's like, yeah, I don't. So a friend had tickets and, and asked if we wanted to come, and I just was sure you'd be here. And then my other sister, your Aunt Kelly, mm-hmm. texts me, same thing. Are you guys here at the Black Cr- No. You're oh, the one we're... that should have been there. And I said, you won't appreciate it like <laughs> I w-. And I said, okay, get ready. The first song is twice as hard. That'll mm-hmm. be the, that's the name of the first song you're going to hear. Mm-hmm. 
And it and was, they, wasn't it? And they both texted me like, you were right. It was the from like, I know, because I'm the real fan. You're the one that sure. should have been there. They should have thought of you no. and then surrendered their tickets to you. It's unfair. So, um, um, my dear cousin Anna Maria told me, did you see that the Black Crows were coming to Vegas? She alerted me to this. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness, or I would have missed them there too. Mm. So I told uh, Joe that was what I wanted for Christmas, and he got me tickets to the Black Crows in Vegas, and we mm. went this weekend, and it was wonderful. Yeah, did you get COVID? I did not get COVID. Thank God. <laughs> you wouldn't be allowed back at work after that. But the the funny thing is, when you're going to Vegas, especially when you're going from Salt Lake City and you're flying, and you're going down for the weekend, probably the people you're going down with on Friday are going to be the same people you're coming back with on Sunday. Everybody's doing the same probably thing. on the same. Mm-hmm. And when you're on your way down, everybody's noisy on the plane, and they're chatty, and they're laughing, and they're excited. They're going to Vegas, and mm-hmm. this is fun. And then coming back on Sunday, everybody's got their sunglasses on. <laughs> and their headphones on, mm. and they're all quiet and subdued and slumped down. They're all hungover, every single one of them. Mm-hmm. I hope they had a good time. They're less excited to come back to Salt Lake City where it's yeah. cold and the Black Crows are not playing. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. And you can't drink booze out of a giant tube. Nope, there are lots of people walking around with that. Mm-hmm. We played roulette. Did you win? Uh, I didn't. Because I just kept putting it all on black because, you know, it's kind of my thing. Mm-hmm. And the black crows. Yeah, see? It's, just, it's, it's, it's topical. You, you would think that would have translated into me winning money. No. We played some slots, but the slot machines are not slot machines anymore. Oh, it's all digital, right? So you don't have to It's you just know, a computer screen. Thing. Yeah, which is lame. It's a big computer screen. There's like no moving parts to it at all. It's well, the very fun strange. part about the slot machine was you had the big handle and you got your ching. And yeah. No. Nope. That None took, of it. That takes all the. There needs to be a physical action. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, especially for the old people that just camp out there for 24 hours, they got to get some exercise. Well, they're collecting social security and they got nowhere to put it. But I got in trouble. So you got in trouble. Well, so I ran out of money. But I just kept sitting there watching the roulette, and my phone vibrated, so I picked it up, you know, to see what it was. Mm-hmm. And the dealer went, ma'am, 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 you got to put that away. <laughs> what do they think you're like doing? Like, I was trying, I don't know how you would cheat at roulette with a phone, like. No, don't you just roll the thing, and you just, that's it, yeah. don't you just roll the dice? But it was like, he stopped the game, ma'am, ma'am, mm-hmm. put that None away. of that. Okay, I promise I wasn't. And if I could count, you know, maybe I could play 21, but yeah, that would confuse me. No, the first time I went to Vegas for my 20, uh, not the first time I went to Vegas, but when I went for my 21st birthday, the first time your being official, 21. Your mm-hmm. official one. Yeah. Um, I went and played one game of blackjack and I put $60 down <laughs> and it was all I had. I had $60 and I lost it and I gave up. That was, that was, it. that was I all the gambling? Went to the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so I have this big drink. Do you see that? Mm-hmm. Is it Diet Coke? It's Diet I Coke. Went, I went to Beto's for lunch. 
You've been a, a Betos. Betos. There's Betos, not Betos. And uh, I said I would like a, a Diet Coke. And they said, what size? And I said, small. Mm-hmm. And they said, we don't have a small. We have medium <laughs> and large. And that's the medium. But But medium means there's something on the other side of it because medium is in the middle of the mm. sizes you can't start with medium i want to know what is above that exactly this is the medium mm. apparently in other countries like if you go to a mcdonald's in europe and you order a large it's like a small in america yeah. american large is so much bigger because we're fat and gross and we i will never drink all of this no it's a waste that's like 32 ounces of mm-hmm. Diet Coke. But I'm just stuck on the name of it. Mm-hmm. If you have two sizes, you have small and large. Mm-hmm. If you have three sizes, you have small, medium, large. The smallest one is the small. And then you go up from there, whatever Exactly. That's the smallest one they that got. <laughs> you should, that's the thing that must go. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Write that down. Okay, let's see. <laughs> You gotta take that. You're always working. There's, you're never not always working. working. Yeah, when we're done here, you're gonna get on Twitter and do some more work. Probably. I'm yeah. on Twitter too much. Yeah, I know. How do you know? Because I follow you on Twitter. <laughs> you don't ever like my things on Twitter. Ooh, if I'm gonna I, be that mom. I don't like anything. I like I like two things on Twitter. I like things you tag me in, and I like tweets from Silverstein. <laughs> Those are the only things. Yes. I could be like my mom who went the two minutes after she posts something on Facebook. She's like, why haven't you liked my post yet? Yeah, that's annoying. See, I, I'm not doing that to you. No, you're not. I if want it you involves to... me, I'll like it. But it, okay. if it involves Mitch McConnell or whatever. No. Like, you know? <laughs> what if I find a way? What if I just those. tag you yeah, in all of my tweets, even well, if they I don't have, have anything like to do with you? My name is right there. I'm involved now. <laughs> Well, you're involved in this podcast, and I'm glad you are. Yeah, me too. I'm currently fifty percent of it. Uh, yeah, I, I I hope this worked. We've been practicing, and it, we've been failing miserably. I hope this one is finally the one that sounds okay enough to post. We're dialing it in. So let's say the things that we always say at the end of the podcast. Well, um, if you have things you would like a mother and son who are quite quirky, might I add, to discuss on this podcast, something you'd be interested in hearing, you can uh, tweet us or message us on Instagram at remain seated pod. And, and if you're tagged in it, then you have to answer. So this is the rules. Elon <laughs> Musk said so. I love you. I love you too, man. No, no, no. Don't get up. 